God La Corne. Is it Queen of Cotway? No. Okay. Damn, I don't know then. I'm really interested in seeing who's going to get that because I doubt you can just Google it. How do you spell it? I don't right. even know how you spell it. <laughs> That's why I didn't even try. So, boom. Not even attempt. That's the quote for today. So, come on down to Bob's Burgers after the game. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it was? It from no, Bob's it wasn't, oh. but that just came to mind and I thought it was. I'm mad because I, I can't even remember which episode <clears throat> that is because there are so many with random. That is the one moments. where, oh my God. We, well, I. The quote is different, but I wanted to be Linda Belcher this week okay. because I just okay. love that she crack, like she breaks into song almost every yeah. episode. That was the one where they bought the commercial for the before the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. And the whole family was supposed to be in the commercial, but then it was trash. Okay, and she th- just insisted on singing. I thought it was the one where the landlord or whoever is going to bu- build this amusement park for his girlfriend. <laughs> that one was no. funny too, but she definitely was singing <laughs> in that episode because she had, she was going to have a nightclub. Right. <laughs> Well, guys, oh, um, yes. Amazing. so I'm Linda Belcher. And I am BB Homemaker. And this is The Read, reporting mm-hmm. to you from the past. Um, again, a couple of people were tweeting me today, like, we're in the good goddamn is this motherfucking episode. And I remembered that we released an episode early. Um mm-hmm. And then I had every intention of coming to the studio again, but I was sick, so I let the powers that be know, no. It wasn't going to happen. So, here we are again. So sorry um, for those of you who have felt a little bit abandoned. We're back. I mean... Do you need a mammy titty? How could we? <laughs> how could I? We could never desert you. So, uh, let's just get started. For this week's Black Excellence, um, I actually didn't pull one. Okay. But uh, I had it on my heart to just say how much I really appreciate uh, Yara Shahidi from Blackish mm-hmm. because she's just so. I saw this clip of her on her Instagram the other day just dancing. And she's just like adorable. makes my heart warm. She's such a great role model for young women, and she's so, so like smart. intelligent oh. and well spoken and fashion forward. She's Beyonce approved. She's one of on one of my favorite shows of all time. I will literally find you in the street and fight you over blackish. <laughs> so <laughs> it is so it's that good. And she looks just like her mama. Every picture she takes with her mama, I'm like, how do y'all have the same face, just <laughs> different colors of skin, but like literally copy and paste. Right. It's just really great to me. Perfect skin. Ugh, so gorgeous. To see someone so young. She's 17, and I just feel like, you know, that's a young lady that I think we should definitely make sure that we honor and protect and show young ladies, like, look, this is someone... That is here with mm-hmm. and, her intelligence and, and her mind, in her way. talent. Right. <laughs> yes. Knows what she's saying and is not out here acting like she knows everything. Right. But still also a 17-year-old girl, but still you know? a girl. Sometimes just on Instagram with her friends having fun and being goofy. Like, why not? She's adorable. So, yeah. Shout out to you. I just appreciate her. Yeah, definitely. And I can't wait to see where her career goes. Um, 
Okay, so that is Black Excellence for this week. I was also going to shout out the occasion restaurant that I ate at. That has nothing to do with blackness. <laughs> you are still excited the fact that about that this food, food was so good. <laughs> I'm actually going to go and survey the restaurant itself before I let the name ring. I don't want to give them any free promotion just in case oh, they transphobic or anti-Semitic or homophobic or just hate Negroes or something. Yeah, because you never know. Measure. You truly never know. I don't know who's out there running that shit. But all I know is that I had a beignet. <laughs> I might be. What type of beignet did you have, a friend? Praline. That's right, friend. Beignet with the praline and the sauce covering it, Man. and then it just had like a bit of like a like a sweet crumbled bacon in like the sauce itself around it. See? So you didn't have to have bacon if you didn't want to sweeten the meat, <laughs> but you could if you so say, decided. You know, I want to sweeten the meat, and just the fluff and the texture. Mm. That's not, it really sounds life-changing. Wow. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Anyway, so let's move on to the wretched. Let's do that. <laughs> the wretched. <laughs> oh, you went to go have big fun. That's the new name. Oh, man. Do you know how many young people are not going to get that reference? Who gives a fuck? Fuck them. And let me tell you something. <laughs> All of you angry young bitches was in Wait my costume. Wait a minute. What happened? 
I will get oh, to that God. later. Angry young bitches. <laughs> I said jokingly on Twitter the other day that we needed a 25 and up Twitter. Because I was tired of oh. Onika's 13-year-old friends. Oh. All of Twitter oh, the with stands their bullshit. Are, the stands are mad at you. No, they're not mad at me. They're just mad, period. Oh, like, so they I don't just, feel like... Okay. I don't feel personally victimized by any of her stands. A couple of them were upset by some things that I said, but they were so late by whatever whatever it was I responded that I didn't even pay any attention okay. to what they were mad at. Gotcha. But just in general... It has been foolishness with them. And not just them, but just... The youth. The youth. <laughs> um, okay. And so I don't mean to be ageist, but... Oh, Lord. You know, that was just something I said that I thought was funny and I really paid no attention to. But the backlash was so hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> and it proved my point. Like they were leg- like people, young people were legitimately upset by that. Like with that tweet, for what? Like if I'm still on, fi- if I'm still on Twitter when I'm 25, I'm just killing myself. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> is Twitter for if, if Twitter is for old niggas? Then why are you here now? How the fuck old do you think 25 is? <laughs> you know, that's one of those things. I feel like the just when when you talk to older people, they be like, just keep living. You're like, okay, that is so that annoying. That was literally in my response. But honestly, it is the most succinct advice. Just keep living, girl. All I said back to that was, y'all are really upset about this, but one day you will see exactly what it is that I'm talking about, and it won't be long. It won't. So probably before you hit. 30, you're going to be like, my God. Much earlier than 30. You're going to be looking mm-mm. back at this age range like, get the smooth fuck yeah. from around me. And so I'm not even, I understand being young and feeling like restricted from things. That's just, just that's what offends mm-hmm. them. You're going to hit 25 and be able to rent a car. And until then, all you have to look forward to, like I said before, is cheaper food at Denny's. Yeah. So there's not... After that, it's just lot, yeah. like, all right, you know, so... <laughs> Trying to get your shit together. But you will see one day, it's just like the mentality when you're younger is just yeah. different. And sometimes I don't have patience for that. Especially that 21 to 24 because they think they grown, because they can yes. dream. Not even 18 to 24. No, not even. Because 18, I think they still... Eighteen like year olds they are still grown, fighting they, to be grown because right. you drinking already by that point, so you already feel grown and fast because you already know how to get you some liquor. Yeah. And it's like until you know what I mean, <laughs> really like it. that whole age range, and then twenty one and twenty four is when you are written like, okay, now I can't, I can buy the liquor. Right. I am an adult. Yes, yes. That's when you, you start thinking you grown because you putting in half on the rent every month. Damn it, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps, maybe if you are lucky. Possibly. You might be. Or you might just still be at home trying to stack up your money and there's nothing wrong with that. Just saying once you hit a certain age, you realize why people that age was annoyed with you just, back in the day. I don't have time for this. <laughs> just please shut just, up. Just, just stop. And you will understand You're one so day. You're so young. You'll see exactly. I was just <laughs> so entertained by how angry people were by that. Yeah. Like, just use, that's Facebook. Go. I was like, but y'all ruined Facebook too. So like. You, Let me tell you about everywhere. Facebook back when you had to have a college email address. Can we talk about that? Can we just talk about it? Let's just discuss it. When I went on Facebook.com, thefacebook.com one That's day, right. and they had changed the homepage talking about Facebook is now open to the world, I said, here goes the beginning of the Let me tell you end. a young thought story. <laughs> I went to BT's spring break or whatever they did. Oh, in spring break. this sounds great. I went there one time. 
I was probably 17 years old by that point. Okay. And that is when Facebook, around that time, Facebook was still only for college students. When I tell you the trade was magnificent I out bet. on the beach that day, and they were all exchanging Facebook information with each other. And so I was like, I've got to get on this book of the faces <laughs> because trade is popping. And then I found out that I could not because I was not in college. <laughs> And I was just like, actually, no, that's not true. My college wasn't in. Not only you had to yes. be in college, but your college, your college had, had to be part, to be of, the part of Facebook. Yes. I was in college at 17, but my college wasn't in there. Yeah. And so I was doubly pissed because <laughs> I was like old enough, but also excluded. I was like, yes. nobody is keeping trade for me. <laughs> so I understand <laughs> that. being upset, but it was a joke. Woo. And you just proved why, because you couldn't even handle that. Just anyway, keep living. We will get uh, uh, to Onika and her friends later. Oh, okay. First, we're going to start with, um, where should we start? Should we start with <sighs> Portia's lies, or should we start with T.I. and Tiny? Let's start with T.I. and Tiny, because I'm not sure what those lies are. Okay, so T.I. and Tiny, VH1 has apparently come forward and said that their next season of uh, Family Hustle, which is the sixth season, will be the last season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Anticipated that fully. I don't even feel like you needed to report that. Yeah, I think we all knew that. Um, they say the season will cover uh, Tamika and Clifford's crumbling marriage. Um... Okay. They are, quote, working together to figure out their new normal. Um, mm. This is also alongside rumors that T.I. is dating a model named Bernice Burgess? Bur- Bur- Did she used to be a video girl or something? I want to say that yes. A different Bernice? And I feel like y'all know who I'm talking about because I definitely recognize her face. And apparently she also used to date Drake, but... Oh, okay. I know who she is by face. She's absolutely gorgeous. Um, And so that is a rumor. Apparently, she and T.I. have been spotted together Mm. between Las Vegas and Atlanta. And they're doing the whole social media, I don't know, hard eyes thing. I don't know what that is about. So that's allegedly a thing. She is beautiful. My God. Yeah, she's stunning. What a gorgeous girl. Meanwhile, T.I.'s estranged wife... Uh, Tamika Tiny Coddle is putting those new eyes to good use That's right. by placing them on her alleged new boo, um, who was unnamed at this point. But <laughs> apparently the streets of Atlanta are hot with gossip <laughs> that Tiny is not out here, you know, making pancakes in the kitchen with her tears oh, hitting no, the pan. No, she's not, goddammit. She is out here, you know, flexing with a new, I don't know, Mr. Chocolate of her own. Also, uh, Escape is apparently getting back together. You know, and that's the real news. That right is there. the real news. <laughs> that is it right there. 100%. And that's what I give a shit about. <laughs> when I heard that, oh man, because I listened. The I 10 year old of me happen. was like, bitch, right. really? Escape, nigga? I didn't think this was going to happen at yeah, all. Yeah, so I'm excited just for the possibility. Like the fact that it's the original four of them back at it is like, okay, so you wasn't playing this time. You get that, what the fuck you going to do? It was like warning shots yeah, for this nigga. The precursor, <laughs> like, too. I said, shit, Tiny getting a job again, nigga. She really is leaving that nigga. Yeah. She is done. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not mad at it at all. Happy International Women's Day, Tiny. Go get your fucking money. That's the fuck right. That's right. Um, Take that nigga of, and get half. 
And you know what? Really, you deserve a good 80% for the amount of time you like, spent raising his just, children while he was in prison. Just talk about it. Let's just talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no, nah, Tiny deserves most. Your fucking best friends have a fucking glossary of mm-hmm. bitches. A flip book of hoes. That your man has allegedly stepped out on you really with. It's really bad. It's really bad. And you've bad. been there after, like, rumor after rumor and photo after photo and him fighting mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather and Johnny Rockets and all kinds <laughs> of random shit. He stuck there the whole so time. So many jail sentences. After you were the star first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really were, girl. Like the big star first. And sat down and like actively was not really working because that's what he wanted you to do. Yes. Mm-mm. So the fact that you you need to calculate all the income you missed out on yes. over these prime years that you missed and take that money from him also. Let Mariah Carey be a reminder mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that woman didn't even marry that nigga, called the wedding off, and then said, I want all of these millions. I would like... <laughs> just for the time for that time. you wasted. <laughs> because I could have been doing all of this. I could have been at home with them babies. And I was out here with you. So I need a million dollars for every hour I, I was away from my toys. Yes, I'm wealthy. But that isn't the point. <laughs> How much money I have is irrelevant. I enjoy making more. <laughs> and I could have been doing that. Huh. <laughs> but you wasted my time, so I want it. I hope didn't get rich to turn around and start aiming for broke. You have so. it. I want it. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> You see the lights in my house. Safari Samuel said, do the right thing. You know what I did. So. So somebody, I mean, shall I expect a wire transfer? Will there be a bank check? Western. Should my lawyer. Union. <laughs> I don't, you can cash at me. Venmo. I don't I care all of what it is. Airdrop it. Give me my money. I want it. That's the same way Blue Ivy demands payment before Beyonce even goes on stage. Blue Ivy's like, who's in charge? Who do I speak to? That's right. Who has the check? That is right. Who I need to talk to. She rolls around in a miniature Maserati. You know she does. With a clipboard (laughs) before anybody gets out of any vehicle. (laughs) Beyonce is on the runway. Please understand that she is in the jet. Beyonce has pulled up in her miniature Maserati, Blue Ivy. And she says, where is the money? Where is the money? Okay, we're going to put this in the counting machine. This is a give certified us, check, right? Not a personal check. Don't try me, Tom. Don't do it. Give us 30 to 45 minutes to make sure that this is all in we're place. We're just going to call the bank, you know, no shade. Just, you My know. fucking San Pellegrino better be on ice. That's what I know. Because even if we deny you, I'm still quenching my thirst. And somebody filed a charger for this Maserati. <laughs> right. Gas this shit up. Thanks. Oh, man. Speaking of escape, her uh, Tiny's bandmate, um, Candy Burress. Um, man. Candy Burress is under Duress. Oh, I like that. I tried. You know, just a little something. <laughs> After like Portia Williams Ooh. alleges that Candy and her husband, Todd Tucker told someone that they had planned to drug oh yes drug Portia and Shamia and take them back to their sex dungeon to perform a 50 shades of black as soon as i heard drug i i thought this is a lie <laughs> but 
Okay. As soon as I heard Portia draw breath, I thought this is a lie. <laughs> so, but the drug thing, this is... <laughs> Portia is so damn stupid. This is the thing about freaking Frack. Um, Frack... Which is Phaedra. Phaedra. And I I just, just decided that frack has to be Phaedra because the word frack just sounds like wider and more menacing than frick to me. <laughs> I see what you mean. Frack is like a curvier yeah. version of frick. Yeah. And Phaedra is definitely that next yes. to Portia. Even though Portia has paid a lot of money for that body. Even though. So, you know what? Phaedra's, you know, relatively decent with lies. Phaedra's an attorney. So she would have um, to be. Duh. And she probably watches loads of How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. And, um... Can't blame her. I mean, how can you not? I mean, I feel like I could kill a bitch at this point. Um, and so I think that just... Portia, knowing she's dumb and... Having a friend like Phaedra, who clearly gets away with a lot with right. her lies and her oiliness, I think that has inspired Portia to also lie. Mm-hmm. But Portia is not good at it. Right. See, she's missing the key component that Phaedra possesses, which is some sort of intelligence. Yes. And see, and see, Frick just doesn't have she it. She doesn't get it. So she's copying lies and trying to spin fairy tales out of midair like Phaedra does. But her mind don't work as fast as Phaedra's, whereas Phaedra done thought up 10 yeah. lies on the past 15 seconds. Phaedra tells a lie and her mind automatically creates Provides the backstory. all of the other lies she'll have to tell Every in the coming months. Every subsequent lie automatically. She's good. She's good. Like, the bitch is gifted. She has a gift. And she are, look at she her does. now. She still can't stand candy, but she's going to lunches with candy. She's, she's inviting candy fake. to things. <laughs> candy is inviting her. She is good and mm-hmm. fake. She knows yep. how to do it because yes. she knows how to keep her She's enemies close. She's a manipulator. Close. You see how she done mastered this so that somehow Portia and Candy have the beef when it never had shit to it do with Portia. It never had shit first. to like, do with Portia. Bitch, apply, Phaedra. <laughs> Look, I can't stand her, but you got to clap your motherfucking what hands to a G did? when that bitch deserves it. She sat at that table and watched Portia she get did. her ass dragged she did. for what she initially what she started. Said. She started the lesbian rumors and sat there and drank that Prosecco (laughs) and didn't say shit to Portia. Looking all fresh at 10pm off the plane. Talk about hello everyone. And she know Portia so damn dumb that Portia didn't even realize. She didn't even at one point, she never even looked in Phaedra's direction like help me. Right. (laughs) Because I can't handle this. Because Portia's in the sunken place and Phaedra is running her. Absolutely. <laughs> she didn't even look to Phaedra for backup because she knew it wasn't later. going to happen. That's what's truly crazy to me. And then Candy's getting all emotional hollering at Phaedra and Phaedra just sitting there nodding like, yes, girl. And even still, Portia has not realized that she has been bamboozled. Because just the other night on Watch What Happens Live, Phaedra was there like as her guest friend in the audience and they just going back and forth and kiki it and giggling and shit and I'm like bitch did we not see the same season like you don't see how you got played you don't see that she even went on she even went on Instagram live afterwards and was like why are you bringing up Shamia I never said Shamia I never brought up Shamia's name but 
you did more than once. It's just amazing she how she can lie. Bad. Like when we have not all like we've we see it, girl. <laughs> we've seen it. Fuck is you talking about? Just don't lie if you aren't if you have to go through all of this. And the problem is that she just it's like she would pull anything out of her ass. It's mm-hmm. like she was trying to freestyle lie, like we t- talked about before. And then she fucked up with the drug thing because yeah. I don't think that Candy would have really given a fuck if it were anything else. But accusing someone of trying to drug and rape you is a very serious thing. And so you can't just say whatever the fuck you want to. And she knew that Mm -hmm. after she said it. So now she's trying to switch it to, well, I didn't lie because that's what somebody told me. So so I'm just saying what I heard. And she kept clarifying. I'm just saying what I heard. I'm saying somebody told me that. Like, okay, girl, you saying that to avoid getting sued. But we all know that that's a fucked up thing to allege about somebody else. And Candy getting emotional like that, like to the point... I feel for people who get so angry that they start to cry because I feel like it undermines your anger to a it certain does degree. For some people, but and I've like, never felt that way because I understand where you're coming from. It's fine for like if I start to cry while I'm angry, I'm fine as long as I don't lose composure. If yeah. I lose it and it's just like a bunch of hollering and tears and snot, then it's all bad. But I have gotten to that place a few points in Candy my don't life play that. when I'm so frustrated. I, I will cry in situations like that because I feel helpless. Yeah. And I would only feel helpless if it's because I know that I can't kill you right now. Mm-hmm. And like, I really want and to. And I really, really want to. So, like, the frustration with having to be the bigger person when I feel like I... And you're right there, too. Like, right. I understand why. And you can already... Just watching that show, you can tell that Candy is not... She doesn't like conflict. Right. She get nervous just, like, her voice... Her voice starts shaking and shakes and she starts to nervous smile like Riley she doesn't like it but but don't push me because bitch if I have to then that'll be what I do and Candy printed out screenshots and I clapped both of my (laughs) black hands together she said nah let me go get my folder because I can't even sit here and do this right now say what the fuck you want about Candy but it's two motherfucking things A don't try and make me look like a bad friend because I wasn't there for you when you didn't make it you made it seem like I didn't need to be there for you you was running around all this time fucking with somebody else thinking that you couldn't wait for this nigga to go to prison so why would I be acting like boohoo here some Kleenex with you when I you told me you're good so A don't try and make me seem like a bad person Phaedra and B Portia (laughs) mind your black ass business because nobody even said anything to you Mm -hmm. if you would have shut your mouth when Sheree asked you if you also felt like Shamia and Portia was bumping cats then you wouldn't be in that position but then you also wanted to go around and allege it again with Sheree when you got cussed out about the block thing which wasn't even a big deal because you're a grown ass woman and you're a lot to fuck somebody if you want to but you just can't handle anybody spilling even an ounce of your tea that you had to then turn around to be messy and now you're dealing with it and I don't care about nothing about Portia being pretty yes gorgeous gorgeous Portia is gorgeous but that's all you can say but that is all you can say because Portia is also dumb and a horrible (laughs) liar and messy so that's that's just that all of those team candy all the way I ride for Ace Wills Tucker that's it that's really Ace it. and his mama I'm down for them cause if it were me I'd be ready to have it if I were like she lucky that Riley and, and Todd's daughters don't jump her that's ass that's really it and Ace recorded cause I bet like especially that Riley I feel like Riley is like bitch don't give me no space Riley probably in her you know how Riley be quiet yeah. but still very much a certain right, right. one up to her mom like mom I just 
I will kick her ass. <laughs> I will fuck Portia. Man, and all Portia and could say was, who saves text messages from that long ago? Oh, my God. Who even saves those? Who has texts from two, three years ago? Bitch, that's what you have to say to this? Not, oh, that's a lie, or, oh, those are fake texts, but who saves them? So you proving her whole fucking point? Or just... Oh, well. Trash. Or just, oh, well. Trash. You could have said, oh, well, on the glamping trip, and it would have been nothing. When that girl, when she, when Marlo Who's or whoever that? brought it up, you could have just been like, it was me. I was mad, and I said it. Next. And it would have yeah. been no problem. But you and all them other, you'd be part of that same little clique of girls on that show who want to be saying all this homophobic shit and calling people out and trying to out people Lord. and tell people, say they gay and all this type of stuff. When all along, all along. <laughs> yep, just waiting on your opportunity. Mm, mm, Mess. Mm. You was trying to find Candy's softest place on earth. <laughs> I know that's a little mo song, but and I, I, know, mean, I don't. I just, I'm not even surprised by that. Like, the whole... Who cares? Right, it just didn't even have to be this whole thing. And if you're so embarrassed <laughs> right. about pe- having people tell your business, why are you on reality TV? Probably for the same reason. I mean, she's on reality TV because it pays her bills. She's not married to anybody who's going to do it that's anymore. True. So that's true. Somehow, some way, somebody has got to finance these operations and also keep up <laughs> a <movie>. lifestyle <laughs> because you ain't gonna go on reality TV in whatever kind of a gown with this type of Tiffany's and whatever shoe and blah blah blah. And now your nigga left you, and you're gonna go back to living any kind of. No, you have mm-hmm. to keep up appearances and yeah. have the same, you know grain of whatever weave or the same brand <laughs> yeah, and you, everything has to be the same way it was so you capped up no this matter whole, how much money you lost <laughs> you just don't even care how much it costs if that means I gotta pretend I'm going to anger management to keep a storyline <laughs> on here then fine if that means I gotta tell no blatant lies <laughs> like right <laughs> and be manipulated by Phaedra so that I can let's have a let's talk story about line. Marvin like Marvin <laughs> Like the worst lies. You couldn't even ask Phaedra to give you some lies. Mess. Phaedra's the one who told her, make sure you say, I heard that so that you don't get sued. Absolutely. (laughs) Phaedra. (laughs) Phaedra came over in a white Olivia Pope coat and sat down and was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Phaedra got Portia under spell, man. Teacup and silver spoon. What a. Somebody's got to. Because she is just. She's dumb on a. Like, she makes an effort to be that fucking stupid. It's really sad. It is. It's tragic. Um, Karuchi is um, going forward with her uh, restraining order against Chris Brown that she's trying to make permanent. Um, uh, Rumor has it that uh, she's attempted to serve Chris Brown with the papers, but he's evaded being served three times. Oh, wow. Which I don't know how you do, but... I just see I mean, Chris no. Brown like. <laughs> yes, I did too. Let me see if you can run it. Like pop locking. Yeah, pop locking his way right on out of there. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's the first thing that came to mind too. Like pop locking into some bush. It's the word evaded. Like that's what did it. Um. Oh man. Apparently, Ooh. if she has it her way, this would mean that Chris Brown has to stay away from her for three years or go to jail. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there's that. On the other side of things, Chris Brown is still talking about this Soldier Boy fight. Okay, I'm going to need everybody to let it go. Everyone involved. <laughs> Soldier Boy, remember, said that Chris Brown refused to sign the papers uh, to get the fight going 
uh, because he was so scared that Soldier Boy was going to beat him up. That isn't it. And that wasn't. That nobody was never, Nobody believed. thought that was it. No one believed. But you that. claim that when? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how. You could have said a bunch of different reasons why Chris. Chris is afraid his passport will be revoked. Chris is afraid he won't be able to get back into the United States. Okay. Now th- those yes. things make sense. Yeah. Chris is afraid of physically fighting you, no. Soldier Boy. <laughs> no. Built like the average crackhead. I don't. <laughs> don't, don't think that's so. it. Boy is literally like the size and weight yeah. of this beast by Drake. He's, he's a waif. <laughs> like he's just he's, quite like. He's tall and thin. <laughs> Um, Chris Brown posted uh, and his side of the story on social media saying no need for me to disrespect this person any further he's hyped up as well as the issue the opportunity to embarrass and do harm to him isn't funny anymore I I backed out of the public fight because the money slash location and the fact that the real promoters were spooked by gang members who wanted to profit off of it. I think it's funny that he put gang members in quotation marks. Okay. Because so we, he always talks about being aren't affiliated you also with gang members. not really a gang member, Chris? Or But he talks about having <laughs> friends that are. It doesn't Whatever. logic doesn't matter. Logic doesn't rule here. Um, no charity and no point in going through with it. I set up a private gym and he didn't show up. See, I believe that. I do too. So there's nothing more to say. It's not going to happen. And we know the truth here, love. So mm-hmm. there's that. As long as he stays away from Karuchi, <laughs> then me and Chris Brown really don't have no issues. I just don't care. Yeah. You could be out here doing what I mean. There was a really sad, I can't even remember which publication did it, but it was a really sad write up on Chris Brown and how he basically just wakes up and starts doing drugs and then continues that throughout the day. Oh, um, I forgot who it was. I read what you wrote. And he, it's I read surprising. what you're talking about. Yeah. And I did not. It personally. wasn't surprising either. Actually, what was surprising to to me was like it said that he is only addicted to Xanax, Molly, Lean, and like Coke. Right, I'm like and those I was like, are the only substances and, and weed. But I, mean, but I don't even think count. they even count. Yeah, Nobody counts weed. Yeah, so it's like, um, really, that combination that will have you all? out there like that? That's a little scary, man. Um, I mean, he must be hitting it hard. Yeah, because like, I know I know a lot of people on Xanax too, and I feel like it has to be the Xanny mixed with the lean and the coke that is doing all of that. You know, prescription pills and stuff recreationally scare me to an extent. I've tried like Percocet before, mm-hmm. and it was like fun, but it wasn't something that I was like, "Oh, let's go get some per." Like it was like, "Oh, somebody had one," and I tried it, and it was like, "Okay, that was interesting." Yeah. But I don't see myself making a habit of it. It's not something that I would go out of my way to do, mm-hmm. and it's for specifically because I don't want to be addicted to a pill or anything that is not green, like a grass. <laughs> That's real. I don't know things, but. I don't really judge too much along that line. Now, I know and have been around cokeheads before. Mm-hmm. There are functioning cokeheads. I was going to say a name, but there's no reason to be <laughs> No <petty>. need to. <laughs> that person is going through enough. And then there are people who can't. And I don't know, right. you know, what Chris Brown does. But hmm. I do know that he, quote unquote, responded on Instagram or wherever by saying he's tired of hearing about, you know, his drug use every time he's trying to do something. There's wow, some story. You're tired? And, and then 
he shows all 18 of his fancy cars and is like, I'm not hurting out here. And I was like, well, Chris, first of all, I just have to say in fairness that loads of people with fancy cars you know, drive them off of cliffs all of the time. All the time. They're doing really bad personally and have a lot of money. That's not... It's not really proof of you, your mental health being its best. And for anybody who was saying that he is denying it or that was his way of denying it, he absolutely did not. All he said was he's tired of y'all talking about it. So. <laughs> right. He wasn't saying, oh, this is full of lies. I'm suing. He was saying... Yeah. We all know that I'm on drugs. How many times are you niggas going to keep bringing it up? I'm going on tour. Let's talk about that instead. I'll be doing drugs the whole time, and I will still dance and sing. So come on out. Right. Like, I'm tired of y'all bringing this up. Why do we have to keep having this conversation? do my drugs. That's probably what he said to Karuji when he came back on Christmas after sitting courtside with Rihanna. Like, are you really mad? Because you go through my phone. You know what this is. Like, get over it. But I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I could leave again right now. Shut up. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I don't but know. Yeah, just stay away from that girl. Don't be violent. And I don't care what you do. Like, I hope and you take care friends. of yourself. Yeah, take care of yourself for the good of royalty. But above all else, leave everybody else the fuck alone. Yeah. Just, just so I it could be so easy. I still stand by my uh, earlier suggestions. That Chris Brown go on an Eat, Pray, Love Call trip. Oprah. Leave Oprah alone at this point. Cause I don't Damn, even really? Like, yeah, no. Not even the pod? It's past that. <laughs> Damn. Maybe Oprah will pay for it. But I don't feel like Oprah like wants to meet you. <laughs> right now. I don't, Not right now. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe sure. after you've had your, your therapy. It's no. International Women's Day today. And <laughs> Oprah's like, of all the days. Mm-mm. No. No, I just, mm. I don't actually have time. I don't, I don't I don't even know what could help Chris Brown because it's like as soon as he comes back, he's going to be right back in the same shit. Besides sobriety, I think that I my only idea for him would be to remove himself from his environment for an extended period of time, go experience other cultures. I mean, it's not like Chris Brown has never traveled the fucking world. Right. But I'm saying, like, go somewhere and just be away, meditate, do some yoga, pray, get your spiritual being together. Right. Don't drink. I'm talking about you, your daughter, and your mama, maybe. Because uh, I heard that they have a weird relationship right now, no. which doesn't surprise me. But not at all. He just needs to be separated from all of the mm-hmm. L.A. Hollywood stimuli, all of the bitches, all of the drugs and alcohol and, you know, nigga friends that will do and say anything as mm-hmm. long as you can keep them right. in whatever car. As long shoe, as they can car. stay getting high and riding shotgun. Everything is everybody else's fault. <laughs> like, it's never Chris' fault, nigga. You didn't do shit. <laughs> do you hear me? Now the new Jordans come out on the 11th. <laughs> Remember, Chris, the Yeezys come out on the 14th. Remember, we ain't going to let these niggas play you, homie. Ever in my life. So you got that pre-order, right? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, he knows that. So you texted Chloe, right? We good, right, on the right. Yeezys? Okay, okay. Cool. okay. Um, so God prayers bless. for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Karuchi is still on red carpets and has a show with Nisi Nash coming out on TNT. Soon. Oh, well, shut So I up. hope that that show is good. Watch Chris's baby mama use all this as a reason to get full custody. 
I mean, his baby mama is honestly awful. Like, from what I see anyway online, from surface level shade room shit, she's terrible. Is she? Yeah. Like, the way that she involves herself and stuff. Like, even look at this whole Soldier Boy thing. Like, she was sticking herself in the middle of that and, like, playing like I don't a even know who she is, so. Too grown for it. Like, too old for it. <laughs> I remember hearing that. She got another child that's about Karuchi damn age. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> seriously. So... She needs to get her shit together, oh, too. But man. that's neither here nor there. God bless Royalty Brown. That's and that who is really the needs end of the, the coverage. Because Royalty's hair is so long and voluminous and just full and She's rich. Adorable. And she is God, running around is so and cute. smiling, and that is all that matters. Kanye and Kim's kids are cute, too. As that buttons. little saint is such a fucking nugget. Fucking he cheeks. Is so cute. And his oh demeanor. Oh my God, yes. And can we just, I just want to say really quickly that it, y'all really should stop saying that Reggie Bush's kids look like Kim's kids. We get it. His wife or his girl, whoever, looks a hell of a lot like his ex, and mm-hmm. the kids look similar too. Just, can you imagine how fucking aggravating it must be to always hear that your kids look like your ex girlfriend kids? Right. Or even worse, that your kids look like your man's ex girlfriend's kids? <laughs> like, well, I mean, she feeling away because Reggie Bush paid three thousand dollars to a side beat. That's near the here. Who the did there. not even get an abortion? Because she's pregnant now. And she's pregnant now. I said, now this, my God. And it'll probably be a saint lookalike, but that isn't their goddamn fault. Okay, genetics. and the kids don't look that much alike. They really don't. I mean, they favor, but y'all, y'all act like all mixed kids look alike. Her they daughter kind of looked like Cree to me. Cree, Cree uh, Summer, not Cree Summer. Oh. T Tia Mori Cree. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm like those kids. I, they're all cute. They're all cute. But just thinking about the little flippogram or whatever they put out of, of North and Saint the other day, and I'm just like, that baby. Those children are just too cute. It looks like they just bronzer him or something every day. So like, his highlight is just, just Right. <laughs> just get, my, get, get both cheekbones. Right. Thanks so much. Mm. I hear like, mm, Mario, is it? Who is it? Yeah. <laughs> make sure so you much. get my, make sure you get my right here, girl. <laughs> I kind of want to shimmer. He's just adorable. <laughs> he just glows. Oh, so cute. Um, they're so much easier to digest when their parents are sh- shutting the fuck up. Oh, man, let like, me tell you. And I know that just because we're talking about it now, <laughs> that means they're, they're gonna going ruin to, our lives tomorrow. They're going to get on our fucking nerves. Sorry. But let me tell you something, Kim and Kaye, wherever y'all have been. Stay. It's been really great only knowing you through your children. Yeah. So you can just it. continue to do that. They're great. We'll be fine. I prefer it. Look how many nice things we just said about Kim and Kanye. That never happened. Did we say anything bad? Not at all. We're because all we talked about was their adorable children. Good enough. <laughs> that that works. Um. Last but not least, um, it's not looking good out here for Nicki Minaj. Um. Oh Lord, here come the barbs. And, and look, y'all need to run in the opposite direction. Because I ain't got nothing for you. And neither does your fave. So, here we are over a week later. No response from Nicki Minaj to Remy Ma. Um, We're all moving forward, I think, at this point as a people. um, With Remy Ma wearing a solid W as well Mm -hmm. as a queen of ripe crown. Mm. And that is just the way that things work now. Now... That's one hell of a hot take, but I cannot say I even disagree with you because Nikki going around calling herself the queen and all this, that, it, like she's no. been doing, for somebody to to just run up and snatch your ass 
clean bald like now. that. <laughs> I mean, she that just has the right. Now. She has the right thing, and you have the right to go on about taking your pictures with your titties out and That's all right. this in Paris and mm-hmm. making all your money shooting yep. videos. You can do all that yeah, ass sagging. It really don't even matter, all girl. Of it. it really don't even matter, girl. But that crown, that throne, and that scepter. That's it. That's it. it doesn't belong to and you. And all listen, all these pop girls. You can go over to iHeartRadio Europe That's and, right. and and whatever the fuck overseas. Glastonbury, and whatever. You can do all of that, bitch. You can come back over here and do the Disney Awards, whatever the fuck else. But when it comes time Freeform to hanging shows. out with them niggas, next time you go to Power, next time you go to Hot 97, <laughs> next time you be around some niggas, this is coming up. We and she knows you. it. <laughs> we got the truth for And you. she knows it. Nikki is about to be doing like shit exclusively with like the chain smokers. <laughs> Nikki not coming back That's fine. to the black side. Because y'all not about to press her over this Remy shit. That's fine. It is. You shouldn't have pressed Remy about over this praying Remy shit. Like, I mean, I don't know what, what it is that you want. But you just mm-hmm. may know, like, I know that she will continue to call herself the queen of rap. I know that her fans will, and they will have loads of arguments mm-hmm. as to why they feel that that, you know, still applies to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm totally okay with calling her the queen of rap sales. Yes. Oh, definitely. Probably even um, queen of rap streams. Maybe queen of rap touring. I mean, there's a lot queen of... Queen of rap fashion? Is that rap fashion? Is not a thing. Queen of rap titties? I, mm, even queen, titties I can't give her. Queen of rap Beyonce co- collaborations. Mm, no, no Missy, Missy. Missy, sorry. Fuck. It's not mm, looking. I mean, so again, I'm back queen at sales. Queen of rap. Mac, no. Makeup lines? No female no. rapper has a better makeup line than Nicki Minaj. Is that uh, accurate? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know either. I'm reaching, but queen of rap, just like, just pure talent. Rap like being words? Able to rap and music? Sit. Queen of bars? No, ma'am. No, that doesn't. That isn't. We're not doing that anymore. That isn't you. And if somebody wants to challenge Remy for it, then they can do that. Yeah. I mean, and really, that's what your response should have been, snatching your crown back. But I say chose... Lady Luck, get her ass up off of that Bravo show and, and do it for old time's oh. sake. Oh my God! Lady Luck is the only person in recent memory that I know who could actually stand up against uh, Remy Ma. Is but there the girls some sort of beef between Lady Luck and Remy Ma? Or no, Lady Luck and Remy Ma. You, they. I don't, I don't know, know if they ever had like an official beef, but they battled in like Queen of the Ring or whatever those like old like like actual battle rap events mm-hmm. were. And oh, okay. I want to say they went at each other twice. Either Remy won one and Lady Luck won another, or Remy might have won both. I don't really remember, but I know that Remy and Luck have gone at each other. That has been really fun, entertaining exchanges of bars, which this could have been too. But... Remy decided. I mean, Nikki decided that she didn't want to play. Yeah, I mean, well, and when we all heard Sheether, I think we knew Nikki could not play. But see, I still don't believe that. I, like, the, the 30th time I heard it, I said, <laughs> Nicki Minaj is not capable of writing something better than this. I don't think that. But I think that Nikki could have held her own in the regard that... Okay, so let's do the Nas-Jay-Z comparison, right? Okay. A lot of people think that Ether is a better record than TakeOver. I do not. I mm-hmm. think that Ether, what Ether was, was like a mark of resurgence for Nas. Okay. As a rapper and a lyricist. And it was almost like a reminder. And I think this that song came out, what, 2000, 2001 or something? Like, I was a jit. And I still remember <laughs> the feeling of like, oh, 
shit, Nas is out here rapping like yeah. this again. So I think that it excited people, A, because of who they were. And Nas was very clearly pissed. And he was just talking a whole lot of shit. And it was exciting to hear Nas rapping like that again, from my memory. Mm-hmm. But that record was like... He was saying shit like your mustache or you don't have a mustache and and just making fun of the way he looks, his camel lips and yeah. all this kind of stuff. It was like things that you could say about anybody. It was mm-hmm. like, get him, like roasting, you know <laughs> right. what I mean? Whereas Takeover to me was almost like Sheetha where it was like, Remy was saying, this is what you did on this day (laughs) with this person, and you are a bitch because of it. And I also don't fuck with you because this person said that you did that last (laughs) Thursday with this person. And it was like information. And I will redirect you to last May when you wrote a check to XYZ event planning, who then coordinated your brother's wedding, and you was a whole hoe for that. I have footage of you doing cocaine <laughs> in like in, in my hard school. drive so I just I'm prepared like that's what was exciting that's real. My, that's real. but at the same time if let's say this then if Nikki felt like that make love verse was enough for her to go at Remy Ma mm-hmm. then there's no I, I feel like she was playing you know I feel like that make love song was her baiting and trying to probably get under Remy's skin but maybe she didn't think that Remy would respond or Remy would respond the way that she did she right. probably didn't know that Remy knew all of that shit about her um but I, I just don't believe that Nikki couldn't have come back and said something. Even if it wasn't as good, you could still say you responded. Yeah, but I don't think she was capable of winning. It doesn't and, matter. But see, I think it does. I think to Nikki, it's like, if I can't win this beef, and we all know that I can't, then I might as well not even put forth Not that. in hip-hop. And you know better because you're from but New York. But she's not worried about hip-hop. She's worried about pop-hop. <laughs> If she wasn't worried about hip hop, then she should have never engaged herself in somebody who she knows is a hip hop artist that will lyrically That's rip you so to true. shreds. So I just don't understand the minds like that. I that, don't either. What I'm trying to do is make sense of the situation. <laughs> and there is no and sense. And I cannot. You cannot. So I just don't know. I can't. Because you would think, like, just like. <laughs> This bitch is from Queens. Like, you you know fucking hip-hop beef. Like, you and Remy, this is perfect opportunity. Like, you should definitely be responding to this. And so the fact that you not just says to me that you're scared to publicly lose. She's going to respond to it on a record at some point, some way. Now I'm just starting to feel like she's going to wait until her album is coming out and she's going to do some more subliminal shit probably, which is whack. But there's just no way as a black bitch from Queens, New York, who has been rapping for years, that you don't already know how this whole thing goes. So to me, even if you did lose, which of course you would, but... (laughs) It would have been more respectable if you would have come out and given your best fucking fight and we could say, you know what, that was fire, but it still wasn't as good as Ether. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But right. you're just not doing anything at all. You're supposed to just be pretty with a visor hiding in your face and then all your little 15-year-old Vista kids. did it better, girl. <laughs> like, come on. Hell, Remy did it better in Black Man's oh, Magazine. Shit. Oh, shit. So I'm just saying, you oh, know, damn. it's just... The way that you handle this could be better, especially if you are the one 
who was trying to keep people off of red carpets and, you know, keep people from winning award shows and say you ain't going to do certain events and things like that, which I absolutely believe because she's not the only person in the industry who does that shit. And it sounds like her. Like, you did all of this stuff. I don't understand how you weren't prepared for this. Right. Plus, you saw your ex go through it two days ago. (laughs) I just don't... What are you doing? Uh, Safari with her money not giving a shit. Safari also went on Wendy Williams to talk about this. He was much nicer. Um, but he is adamant about the fact that she owes him money for his part in her career. I'm confused as to why they never had paperwork together. I mean, I'm not con- that confused because... I kind of am because once you start popping, I'm going to need something on paper. But they niggas and... <laughs> right there actually but they niggas (laughs) on top of that like think about when people are getting married and someone says okay well I need you to sign this prenup as soon as like a paperwork gets involved it's oh you don't trust me oh we've been doing this for so many years and all of that shit so and I would be like yeah let's have that conversation because this is not just a relationship at this point it's a business decision Nikki is not stupid and she probably was like that car that you're driving around I bought it it belongs to me Stay grateful, bitch. (laughs) And he loved her enough, probably. I mean, I just... It has just been so long. There have been so many tours. Three albums. Beyonce's. Like, never anything. Never like a, hey, Nikki, since I'm over here helping you write some of these tips, did you think maybe I could, you know, get a little... Just something between the two of us. It ain't even got to be no extra, but, you know, just a little something. You ain't got, like, an email or nothing? I mean, something, Safari. Hate to blame the victim, but it's just like... All this time, I guess Nikki was giving him an allowance that was big enough. He wasn't asking no questions. Had to be. <laughs> she was just buying stuff. He didn't even have to ask. He didn't have to look at no price tags. He just brought it up to the counter because mom's paying. That's right. And that was it. <laughs> and that was good enough while it lasted. So, I mean, if he can prove that he contributed to her career, then go ahead and get your he money. You won't have trouble just... with that. Well, but I just don't know what you're going to get if there was never any like formal agreement. No I don't agreement know how that, legal. Right. I don't know how that works legally, but um, maybe you can go back and get credited as a songwriter on some of her records and then you get residuals or whatever from that. Maybe. He might be now. I have no idea. All I know is that nigga came in a crisp ass suit with his man cleavage out, looking <laughs> shea buttered down. I don't understand his how stock- Safari has been getting better looking. How did that happen? Wasn't he so ugly and crusty when he was first on Love & Hip Hop? I thought that he was, like, such a cornball, dancing, yes. like, pop-locking back in, like, the background for her. Pretending to kiss and just... Miss Nikki Baby. And now he's just, like... I don't know what happened. The Bachelor? So I don't know. He's almost cute. He's almost, he's almost cute. He's knocking on it. And apparently, he said they tried to keep his ass off that show, too. So, huh. Nikki just... That's what happens when you get a fuck boy out your life. Safari been glowing up since he got rid of that toxic... That makes more sense <laughs> to me than trying to keep Remy Ma from doing things. Yes. Remy Ma is not doing anything to you. Remy Ma came out of prison and was very vocal about supporting her and mm-hmm. not having nothing negative to say about the bitch and all that sh- That doesn't make any sense to me unless you're just extremely insecure, which I think that she is. However, mm-hmm. you saying, I don't want that nigga... <laughs> that has known me for over a decade going anywhere talking about me <laughs> makes more sense. But whatever. I mean, all right, girl. They also gave her hell for that titty. Um, <laughs> that, t- that titty. I didn't get that outfit. That shirt with the either. shorts. The shorts bothered the shorts. me. It was so weird. I was like, oh, this is cute. Because at first when I saw it, 
Well, the first thing I thought when I saw it, obviously, was Lil' Kim stands are going to have a the best day, day ever with right. this. But I was like, it's not, you know, whatever. But the picture cut off the shorts mm-hmm. at first. So when I saw her out and about, and I was like, those are... <laughs> those are pants? <laughs> What is this? I was like, this isn't, oh no, this isn't going out into a skirt or like a fitted black legging. This is, mm, it's just really these shorts. So if you haven't seen it, she wore like half a blazer. And um, that's a great way to describe it. (laughs) Her left tit exposed with a pasty over it. And then some weird shorts. Cute pasty. It was a cute pasty and like some purple visor, whatever, big glasses. Oh, I really like the V Stiviano collection. You remember that girl who was fucking around with the I owner of the. 1000% cl- <laughs> remember V Stiviano in that visor. <laughs> when Nikki vibe. showed up with multiple visors, I said. I was oh. like, oh, so she's got a, a V line. <laughs> I said, so you just gonna steal this the V print. look. <laughs> um. So, my whole thing with that, I, the Kim stands were all over the Nikki stands. The Nikki stands are exhausted from having to fight everybody at this point, mm-hmm. like swinging in every direction to defend this Get woman. Um, I just can't believe that she didn't do that knowing what was going to happen. Yeah. I think that it was maybe not shade, but I do think that she was trying to antagonize Lil' Kim. And I only say that because Kim was talking cash shit. She knew (laughs) what reaction she was going to get when she put that on. There's just no way. So every stand talking about, Kim don't wake up just, I mean, Nikki don't wake up thinking, who am I going to copy today? (laughs) Like, she probably doesn't. She got stylists that do that. So you really think that a stylist just says, this is what you're wearing today, bitch, and I don't want to hear none of your fucking (laughs) lip. Right, you think Nikki Minaj has no veto power over what goes on her body? No. She absolutely gets to say, I I will wear this. I won't wear that. This is what I want to wear next Tuesday. Find it. That's what. She put on that half blazer and them shorts and said, bitch, this is a look. <laughs> Kim was on stage talking about how much she loved Remy and she did an interview or somewhere, somewhere later on saying something like, you know, if I'm staying out of it because she ain't say nothing to me. Now, if she brought my name in it, then it's a completely different thing. And, you know, basically just having a great time. Yeah, Because fun. She, she probably feels She's like she deserves. She's been waiting on this day, yeah. Yes, she has been waiting. Kim was like, I'm going to go ahead and snatch a little bit of the warmth of this wind. Yeah, I'm just having... <laughs> I guess it just feels I love it. Good. Beneath my wings. <laughs> and so... I feel like Nikki was like, you know what? Well, I'm going to go ahead and do this just to piss you off, just to make you angry. Mm-hmm. Because she knew full well right. what there's no way that you were going to have your tit out. And you just didn't think. <laughs> With a pasty. <gasps> right. Like nobody was. She knew. She knew. She reposted something that one of her Paris Fashion Week homegirls posted on Instagram, which was a picture, uh, a Picasso painting of, you know, an abstract woman with her breast out. And it was like, Picasso hashtag whatever year the painting was made with a heart emoji like this was her inspiration. Oh, girl. Okay, okay. Portia. You expect me to think Nicki Minaj knows art like that? <laughs> you know, I was just thinking one day. I was thinking about the lovely Picasso for just, I was so 1563 with the maiden in the garden and, and her just, breast to the sun. I thought, that is woman. <laughs> And I had to embody that. Oh, please. She knew what she was doing. And them horrible-ass shorts. Those horrible shorts. I don't care who made them. Anyway. It's not cute. 
So as far as the whole Rima thing goes, Rima won. I think the moral of the story is to leave her the fuck alone. Don't ever try her in your life. Um, And if you don't like it, too bad. If you actually listen to hip hop and you have a free thinking mind, then you already know who won that situation. It doesn't mean that Nicki Minaj's career is over. I'm actually hoping that she will put all of the frustration and annoyance that's come with from this into mm-hmm. a, a great album that is solid from beginning to end. Yes, me too. Um, I mean, I can't wait to hear that. But as far as this whole thing goes, even Remy is over it. She went on the Another Round podcast, did an interview with them, which I urge all of you to watch because it was funny. It had a really great point. It's not just on the Remy thing, but also on like the... Um, the eptomic pregnancy is that oh eptopic e- yeah. eptopic pregnancy that she had and insurance and that whole type of thing but it was like a really good interview also they asked her about Foxy Brown's diss and how she felt about it and she responded by spelling no comment in sign language I want to be Remy Ma's best friend <laughs> wait like with like just the N-O-C-O letter by the, letter with her hand she spelled no comment in sign language. What? That is a type a bitch. of petty. I feel like every petty person needs what I call That's a petty. Up. We need a petty partner. And I want to be that for Remy for Ma. Remy, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You're allowed to speak to me legally mm-hmm. and you we can text just <laughs> as someone when you need to just unleash some petty yeah. to stay out of trouble I'll be there because when I saw her do that I said this is me I this is out. my <laughs> level of petty that's something you would do it was first of all it was correct <laughs> like the fact that she could have just done any old bullshit but she actually spelled out spelled it out oh, in wow. sign language that's <laughs> I love it. That is just, it's so rude. <laughs> I just want to be one of her kids. I can see the two of y'all in iMessage too. Like, Kid Fury, let me bounce something off you real quick. <laughs> yes, I'm here for it. <laughs> what if the next time somebody brought up this Remy bitch, I pulled out the ASL on them hoes? Yes. <laughs> Do what it. you think? Is it too much? <laughs> no, each letter. <laughs> Pause in between the words. Give them sp- do should everything. Should I find like a, a gesture for comment or should I spell out comment? Which is spell too much? it for her for all of the <laughs> slow bitches. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like we would see, see Remy might get meaner, and it would be your fault. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes, it was me. Everybody, me. One. Anyway, that interview was great, but she said in the interview that she's done, she's over it, and if Nikki responds at this point, that's cool. Like, she doesn't even care anymore. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I think we're all at that point. The moment is, it, it came, it was amazing, it's gone. What a disappointment. Sheether will remain in my library probably for all time. If I could buy it again, I would. <laughs> and, and, you know, and the crown will remain with Remy until somebody comes to take it. And whether that somebody is Nikki or somebody else, we're going to see. But we will see. For now, it's hers. Nikki, this could have been such a good battle. It could have. But Nikki not, she would have had to wait on Safari to email her some lyrics. <laughs> it's not going to You got happen. these little fucking kids running around trying to call PO officers and talk oh, about God. fake lawsuits and all this pussy shit when you could just rap. Because that's what we want to hear. Everybody who was talking about how hard that fucking song is, we ain't saying that shit because we just hate you and want to see somebody beat your ass. We are excited about the music and you could have kept us excited because right. you wanted to be new nigga and it's lame. It's right. really, really disappointing. But I hope your album's great. Yeah. That's it okay. for The Wretched. Let's move on. 
When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, so we're back now. It is time for listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read it aloud on the show. Um, Let's see here. So our first question today comes from... Comes from Monique. Okay. Who says, my wife and I have been together for over three years, and we've been married for the past seven months. We agree on just about everything except how much to spend on a gift for our friends, especially our own separate friends. I just want to say I picked out this question because whenever committed married lesbians email us stuff, it is consistently like the most reasonable help me figure out this situation with my significant other emails. Like everybody else is like, this niggas be bringing home wild hoes. What do I do? Lesbians are always like, I have a real problem with communication with my girlfriend. Who can help? (laughs) So Monique says, we're both very mindful of how much to spend on things. And our priorities are in line when it comes to what our finances should be focused on first. But she feels like when it comes to buying gifts for friends, we shouldn't spend anything over over $50 and if she can get it cheaper than that she feels like she's hit the jackpot <laughs> I'm the total opposite <clears throat> 
I'm not rolling in dough by any means, but I don't see the issue with buying a gift that costs a few hundred dollars, especially for a special occasion like a birthday. I always make sure all bills are paid. There's food in the house and money in our savings account. I save a little each week from the money I have to play with until I reach my goal. I've always been like this even before we met, but now she's telling me she has an issue with my best friend buying me a new Apple Watch and an iPhone for my birthday. <laughs> my best friend is a gay man, so there's absolutely no sexual attraction. Oh, okay. <laughs> and these are the type of gifts we've always given each other, but I don't want my wife to feel uncomfortable. Should I give in and stop buying expensive gifts for my friends simply because my wife does not do the same with hers, or do I stay firm on the decision to spend my extra money on my friends literally once a year? P.S. This person said it very nicely, but basically I stay buying shit for my wife, so <laughs> she ain't got no right to be mad. <laughs> no, Monique is like, you know, I it's not that I spend more on other people than her. I'm always doing sh- shit for her, so it's not like that. I just don't know how to get her to change her mind. So what do you do um, when it comes to money? Because these people are married, so... Right. That's the only thing that complicates this. <laughs> that, right. That's that's what makes me have to think twice about it. Because I'm like, it's my money, bitch. I do right. what I want to do. <laughs> I just feel like as long as everything in the financial department, ter- in terms of responsibilities, right. as long as that is all taken care of, you've got a good bag in terms of savings and things like that, I just don't see anything wrong with spending you know, a decent amount of money on somebody that you care about because it's a special day for them. Like, right. you know, I will buy friends and family birthday gifts that are crazy expensive to somebody sometimes. Maybe one year I'll buy you something that's like hundreds of dollars. Maybe the next year I will buy you something that's like 50 bucks. Right. Maybe the next year I'll give you something that I made or just take you to dinner. Like, it to me, it's more about when I give a gift, it's less about how much it costs and more about, like, how I think it will make the person feel yeah. or if they'll actually use it or like it or that type of thing. So I'm not just going to go and buy you a gift because it's like, yo, this gift was a solid four ninety nine ninety nine. <laughs> like, Bitch, I spent so much money on you. <laughs> because I don't even think I know anybody that I would buy a gift for that would give a fuck. Yeah. So. There's also that. I don't, Yeah, I don't really know. You know, if you're buying gifts for your friends because you, those, you know, you're buying things that each other definitely likes and you know that it's something that's going to make them happy. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that as long as your money is being taken care of yeah. everywhere else. Just because she wouldn't do that doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to do it. I just don't see the problem with it. I think that's something that y'all should be able to just do differently. If she doesn't want to spend crazy money on people, like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that either. So, yeah, I agree with that. I would, I would ask her like, what, what about it, you know, makes you nervous? Cause it's clearly not the fact that he's, you know, a man and homosexual. Like you're not worried about us fucking around or anything like that. So what is it like, do you feel insecure or something? Do you feel like maybe our light bill is not going to get paid? Like, do I need to do something to make you feel more comfortable about this? But, like, we're not hurting for me spending this little money. So I would try to get to the bottom of why she feels that way. But ultimately, if you're making sense about it, then, I mean, I would just be like, you're going to have to get over it. Because it's just 
the fifty dollars she spends per friend birthday throughout the year probably adds up to more than the three fifty or whatever that you and your friends spend on each other once a year. So I would just try to break it down to her like that. Maybe try to get her to look at it like it's really not that big of a deal. You know, it's not fucking up our budget for us to do this. And hopefully she's you know rational and and open to listening or whatever or maybe she's like you know i just wish we would put a little bit more money in the dog saving account and i've been wanting to buy better dog food or something like that i don't know whatever she might be going through but i feel like this is something y'all could probably pretty easily talk through and figure out so just be like um i feel like it was destin that said this oh lord something about dykes (laughs) no oh no (laughs) just ask her after you try and rationalize this as best as possible, mm-hmm. say to her, so what are you going to do? Leave me? <laughs> like, <laughs> Don't say that to me because I'll be the bitch to be like, well, if you're asking, <laughs> like, why don't I get on up? I mean, you have to know your wife. If she that kind of petty, then maybe not. Because <laughs> maybe I might do it too. Like, I'll be like, I mean, because bitch, I don't have to I be can. here. Are you daring I me? Because I can do what I want to do. Hotel Are you asking me to go? Home. I got six friends I could call right now. Fuck is you talking about? I do not have to stay here with you. The funny thing is, I could see myself on both sides. <laughs> me too. I could see myself asking that question and also responding. And I could see myself way. reacting negatively yes. to being asked. That I don't question. know, but that's really it. Like, is this something is that you is? Don't leave me. Is, is this you? something that is worth? Like, do you feel like you? Is this a deal breaker for you? Yeah. Or like, is this really gonna put a, a strain on our relationship? or is this something that you think we could just agree to disagree on and be cool because in terms of taking care of business with money we're straight so there isn't any other really problem I I can I could be spending this money on anything right you really wouldn't even know because it's my play money that I'm saving up anyway would you be mad if I bought myself the iPad yeah like I don't really I'm trying to understand it yeah I would try to figure out her feelings behind that are we good like do you (laughs) are you packing up or is it are we gonna be straight yeah. So let us know how it goes. Our next question comes from Darrell, and I'm pretty sure this is mostly for you because it says Kingdom Hearts in the title. Yep, it is. And it says, I'm an avid Kingdom Hearts stan. I'm not sure if Crystal has played yet. Pretty sure I haven't. No, that's Final Fantasy. But I highly suggest you do because you'd love it. My question is if you could create a world or worlds for Sora to go to, what would that be? And who would be the character they could substitute, like Donald or Goofy? Okay. So. Okay. I've thought a lot about this. Okay. This person has too. They they gave us a scenario if you wanted like They gave us a scenario. Well, he's like, I'd do something dark like the Walking Dead and sub in Mashan or How does that work? No. They don't do that much. Oh, see, that's see, I don't understand. That doesn't so. make sense. Kingdom Hearts is like a mashup between Square Enix's characters from Final Fantasy original characters. I know the name Square and then, Enix. Well, they make Final Fantasy right. you just um, and a lot of other games you probably, a couple of you, I think they may have done Life is Strange. Let me look. Yeah, they did. That's where I saw the name. So, um, yeah, but they mash up things between Final Fantasy and Disney properties. So, the <laughs> doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I, well, A for That's effort. why there's a, a Mickey Mouse at the bottom of this email. Oh. Is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. Mickey's the king in the universe. Oh! And There's a Mickey and a Mario. That doesn't make sense either. And a Link? Mushroom Kingdom Hearts? Fan art mode. The ultimate fanboy pipe dream. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I mean, in, you know, theory, Sora and the Walking Dead fighting alongside Mashaun sounds amazing. Um, Realistically... 
This is exciting. (laughs) Well, I know that they're doing um, Big Hero 6, which I'm sure you never watched, but... That's the one with the big thing, though. The big robot. The big, yeah, that thing. Yeah. They're doing that one, which is like, that was the one I wanted the most. So I'm already excited about that. Disney movie that I would love to see in Kingdom Hearts. I'm trying to think of one they haven't done already. Um, Princess and the Frog? I don't want to be a frog the whole oh. last time. And they probably would do that shit. Because <laughs> they did a little mermaid and you were half mermaid. They did the Lion King and they turned you into a lion. So they probably would do some shit like that. But I don't... Actually, that might be interesting. I don't know. Maybe like a Toy Story. Mm. Okay. Or uh, like an old classic. I would really love them to do Alice in Wonderland again. Because the first Alice in Wonderland was like jank. <laughs> really feel like it could have been done better. Mm. But okay. Um a less racist Pocahontas or um I'm sure that didn't go well. <laughs> mm, so many possibilities. So you can't do the, the things sword that and the here? stone. <gasps> oh, the sword and the stone. That's what I want. I want it. Okay. I want it. I want it and I want it now. The sword and the stone. <laughs> yes. And I want Merlin. Maybe not Merlin. Have you ever... Do you remember The Sword in the Stone, the yeah. Disney movie? That's the one where the, the real oh prince boy. was the only one who could move it, take it out the stone or something? Yes, and Merlin was his homie, and they, like, turned into different things, and he taught him how to do magic, and then that old fat bitch that kind of looked like Mama Joyce. Oh, wow. Was, like, the bad guy, and, and then, kind. like, turned into, like, a whole bunch of different... Mm, yeah, maybe like that. Disney love making fat women the villains in their movies. That's fucked up. That's not true. Not uh, all the time. They did the same thing a little by way with Ursula. But Ursula was sickening. And <laughs> Ursula was, knew how to lose was... weight. Ursula was fat because she wanted to be. Because <laughs> in the end, she made herself a sickening, I remember Cindy that. Crawford did, looking. But uh, she did that. Did she do it just to trick somebody? Yes. It's been a long time and since I've seen it. And she was fat again. And she was like, okay, I'm tired of that skinny bitch shit. <laughs> Give me back my real But her body. sister was skinny. Mm-hmm. But her sister wasn't as sickening as she was. So the power was in the bigum. <laughs> well, whatever you say. It just was. I didn't get the rest of that question, so I'm going to just take your word for it. I guess you can't do like a Steven Universe world and sub in Oh, Stavani. let's do it anyway. That's what he said. He was like, I would do a Steven Universe thing and sub in Stavani. You just can't because they're not Disney. But oh, that would it. be so exciting. Mm, okay. Ooh, Gravity Falls. I told you about how I can't get into Gravity Falls because they force you to to rescue people in that game. It's really annoying. Gravity Falls. Yeah, isn't that the game where you? You're have talking to... about Gravity Rush. Uh, I'm talking about the Disney show Gravity Falls. Oh, oh, Ducktales. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what shit. I want to see. <laughs> Duck tizzies. Okay. <laughs> With like launch pad, and you could have like the the plane would be like a summon. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a gold a gold pit where you could swim through the coin. That was my favorite yes. part. The fact that they would go swimming in that money. I mean, what a bad bitch. What a terrible, what a terrible role model that show was. It really was. It awful. was really. They're bringing bad. it back. It was like all that matters is having a lot of money. They're rebooting it. It looks awful. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you know, some things are best left in childhood. But anyway, True. our last question comes from Marie, who says that's already a fake name. Don't bother with changing it. I mean, I thought so. 
I'm a senior in undergrad, and I'm just a few months shy of graduation. I currently have two different jobs that I work on campus, one in the rec center and one as a tutor. Both jobs pay well for the little work that I actually have to do, but as of late, my supervisor at the rec center has been pulling new policies out her ass and dinging me for them. I've been nothing but a model employee for almost two years, and I even received a glowing end-of-year evaluation, but I still have yet to be recognized for my hard work. I have literally watched coworkers that have done everything we're told not to do be highlighted as employee of the month. I know it's petty, but I'm tired of working hard and getting reprimanded for little things everyone does, while others are getting rewarded for doing less work and making more mistakes. I've been contemplating quitting because I'm very tired of it and I'm about to graduate anyway, but the other part of me enjoys having two checks and not having to worry about how I will afford my monthly expenses. Should I just quit and struggle until I graduate or stick it out until May? Much love, Marie. Ooh, and I see the school she goes to, which is a very prestigious HBCU. I would quit. But I'm speaking for me because I have literally gone through that very same thing at a job. Mm-hmm. Um, I did every single thing they asked me to do. I told them what promotion I wanted and all of these things. And they said, yes. We can see it. All you need to do is X, Y, and some Zs. And I did all of that shit. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh, well, now try ABC. And I saw all of these people who just got hired or people who ain't do shit. Go ahead and zoom right past me. Right. And I said, well, you know what? I'm too proud, which can be troublesome. But (laughs) I'm too proud and I know my worth and I'm not going to sit up in here Mm -hmm. and give you the satisfaction of looking in my fucking face every day knowing that I'm slaving my balls every fucking day for this bullshit and I'm doing what you asked me to do for a job you know I want and you got to sit there and not give it to me or just like you know, pull the carrot or whatever, like, further away yeah. every time I get Dangle closer it. to it. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, all right, y'all can have it. And I left. So if you already <laughs> have if you already have another job and you're just going to be struggling but not on the, out on your ass, personally, I would do a little bit of struggling until I graduate. But that is me. You probably have all of 10 or 11 weeks left of school. So... I think I understand why you're frustrated at this job. I understand why it's annoying. I would if I were in a situation like this where I was watching them like constantly change the goalposts so that I never got anything but other people were being rewarded. I would say, okay, so I'm working this job solely to have the extra money, like the extra cushion. So I don't have to worry about rent. I don't have to worry about gas and shit like that. So what I'm going to do is like emotionally clock out of this job. I'm no longer going to care about being the best employee. I'm no longer going to care about being on time or doing my best work, coming back timely from breaks, that sort of thing. I may not even really care about being super respectful or nice at work. I'm just going to go ahead and do the bare fucking minimum to skate right on by and collect my check until I graduate because I'm not going to give a shit after that anyway. These little part-time jobs, y'all work on campus and undergrad, nobody is going to be calling for references and all that shit unless it has something directly to do with your major. So I wouldn't even worry about pissing those people off or burning bridges or whatever because that's a job 
two years from now, you won't even be mentioning on your resume if you ever do. Right. So I would just be like, I'm a, I'm, because I like to have money, <laughs> I like to make sure that, you know, bitch, when the movies, when new movie come out, bitch, I want to go see it Friday night. I don't want to have to wait. You know, I like to shop and this and this, whatever little things to keep you comfortable. If you can, if you can separate yourself emotionally from the job, then I would do that. If not, if it's just going to burn you up every time you walk in there and you're going to be pissed and have an attitude and it's going to spill over into the rest of your day and you come home mad and all that, it's not worth your mental health. It's not worth you being like really angry or wasting a lot of energy on it. But if you could just be like, fuck this job, I'm just here for the check, then do that. Because having money is never bad. I mean, true. I mean, and then you you about to graduate anyway. And you went you go into a great college. I'm sure that that school is going to look fantastic wherever you apply. And so, girl, no, I wouldn't worry about it. Sit back, coast right on through, collect your checks and call it a day because you ain't going to have to be worried about them people past May. So That's let that be that. Well. All right. That is going to wrap up the questions for this week. Send yours to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. So we're back, and it is time for the read. It is. So I'm just gonna try to do this quickly. I don't think that it should take very long because it's tiring, and I don't even really know what I'm going to say. Okay. I mean, sort of, but okay. This is half freestyle. Um, I want to talk to um. Benita Betrayal, a.k.a. Ben Carson, um, oh, about no. some mar- remarks he made the <laughs> other day. We're just going to skip over it, um, like what he said okay. specifically. If you haven't heard, he basically referred to um, slaves, slaves as immigrants. Enslaved people. Saying people in the bottom of slave ships. Or immigrants. Like, he used the word slave ships and then still somehow called them immigrants. Like, we don't, don't have a word for those people who were shackled and for You know, never mind. Since then, um, someone with some actual sense went over to uh, <laughs> uh, Ben and his wife's joint Facebook account to release a statement that was basically... Um, oh, man. 
basically an explanation of the difference between a slave and, and, and an immigrant. And I found it fascinating and laughable that there was never any mention of how the whole reason they had to mention it was because of Ben Carson. Mm-hmm. Like, they never mentioned him fucking up. Right. They never mentioned, you know, we have to say this because Ben Carson is dumb. Mm-hmm. They never <laughs> apologized for any of it. It was just kind of like, this is a slave and this is an immigrant. Didn't you know that? Well, now you do. Have a great day and goodbye. So, I'm glad now that someone was able to break down for you what um, a slave is and... um how that is connected to American history and why slaves were not immigrants and why that doesn't make any sense. But I just wanted to really, um, I wanted to point out specific type uh, of slaves. Um, There were types, there was a a type of slave back in the day that was um, quite different than the rest in that they um, thought differently. They... Oh, no. Felt like, you know, the way things were going was just society, and they believed that their circumstances that they were in were just the circumstances that they were in. And basically that they had to conform to whatever the fuck it was that they were being told to and if they wanted to have a happy life. Lots of those uh, types of slaves ended up getting a little bit uh, ahead, if you wanted to call it that. They ended up being able to live in the houses with their uh, slave owners, um, which oh, gave them a completely different outlook on life because they got to eat better food by um, being given the scraps from the white man. From table. the white man, but it was better than eating pig shit or whatever the fuck else was out in the, you know in mm-hmm. the fields. Um, living that life and being in a house and being closer to white people just gave these slaves uh, a different type of feeling when it came to their life and they would die for that house and and for their owners before their owners even thought about dying for a house or for their wives or kids Mm. or anything like that. They just thought differently. Um, Malcolm X has a speech called Message to the Grassroots. Um, I want to say this is from like 63 in Detroit. Anyway, it breaks it down lovely. But I am going to just, I want to read a part of it. Okay. Um, It definitely breaks down the difference between the house Negro and the field Negro better than probably anything else that you would read. I feel like I've probably read this before. I'm sure you've read it. It's like a classic piece of literature or like it's a historic speech. Yeah. Um, But he says, just as the slave master of that day used Tom... Uncle Tom. Yeah. The house Negro, <laughs> to keep the field Negroes in check, the same old slave master today has Negroes who are nothing but modern Uncle Toms, 20th century Uncle Toms, to keep you and me in check, keep us under control, keep us passive and peaceful and nonviolent. That's Tom making you nonviolent. It's like when you go to the dentist and the man's going to take your tooth. You're going oh, to yes. fight him when he starts pulling. So he squirts some stuff in your jaw called Novocaine to make you think they're not doing anything to you. So you sit there and cause, and because you've got all that Novocaine in your jaw, you suffer peacefully. Blood running all down your jaw and you don't know what's happening because someone has taught you to suffer peacefully. So I say all of that to say, Ben, I'm glad that you've caught up with the rest of modern society 
in terms of what a slave is. I urge you to read the rest of this speech um, and get to know what, you know, being black is and how that whole thing works so that you don't go out and sound stupid anymore. But rather than focus on you and all your dumb, I would just like for you to move out of my way so I can talk to your slave owner. Um, To Trump and all of his homies, I don't want your Novocaine. That's all I'm saying. I don't want your Carson or your Omarosas. Mm -hmm. I don't care about any more of your pretty pictures that you invite Negroes over to your house or your Winter White House or whichever one it is (laughs) to get these pictures. I don't care about any of that. I'm going to be on your ass for as long as you are in that house. You, your lying-ass attorney general, any other piece of shit, you and your homegirl with her goddamn feet up on the furniture in the fucking Oval Office looking like a goddamn toddler I'm on your ass so keep looking like a fucking thought bitch what are you doing with your fucking feet up on the fucking couch legs spread in front of this room full of people what are you doing you silly hoe who does this you would have never in your life caught Michelle Obama Mm-mm. with her fucking shoes. But that's because Michelle Obama has more respect for the office of the presidency and for the people that she was around. Again, but you wouldn't know that if you listen to them. Kellyanne sitting like that showed a pure lack of respect for all them black people in the room. All doctors. People far more educated than she could ever on her dream phone. to be. On her phone, leaning over. on the, You didn't even stand up to take the picture. You leaned over. Like That's how little you cared. With your feet up on the fucking... That's disrespectful to black people. <laughs> so, Woo! I didn't really have much to say about Ben Carson in this whole situation because the entire thing was so stupid. Like, when I first heard that he said this, I was what just... A disappointment. All I could think to say was, of course he did. Like, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't even really moved by it. But I just want to remind you, while you're on this subject of slaves, that... There were house niggas and there were field niggas. You're a house nigga. And as a field nigga, I'm just not interested (laughs) in anything that it is that you have to say, especially if it is going to be inaccurate, untrue and bullshit and foolishness. And it's not even we're not even mentioning all of the other fucking stupid things that you've said. So you got yourself a little corner, and they're going to give you the little scraps <laughs> off of the table to fill your tummy up and, and, and keep you fat. You and Amarosa. Me and Shirley Ralph aren't interested. <laughs> Did you see Shirley Ralph? <laughs> Shirley Ralph said, Amarosa called me, and I told her, girl, I'll be late for that white man pony express to hell. I won't be on it. <laughs> I just want Shirley Ralph to play my mama. That's it. I'm just I love saying, it. When it's all said and done, yeah. and you're looking for and I my see mama it. on screen, Shirley Ralph. Look, I don't want if you can't get her, I don't have one. <laughs> just write her <laughs> if out. You can't get her. Ask my actual mom to do it. She's gonna tell you no, and then just and then you just, just write pretend. it out. I never had one. <laughs> That's how the story went. I never was a child. I just <laughs> I just popped up one day out of the atmosphere, and I was in the know. So fuck that's Big all Carson. that I really have to say about that, I guess. And fuck Betsy DeVos, too, talking about HBCUs came up out of, like, children not having an opportunity to learn. And this is How do I- you know, Betsy? <laughs> you don't know anything about school. Oh, my God. So fucking stupid. Talking about... Ugh. Said that HBCUs, HBCUs started from the fact that there were too many students in America who did not have equal access to education. Sis... 
Are we talking about why that was the case? Talking about these people were pioneers of school choice. It wasn't no choice. Y'all wasn't letting our black asses go to school with you. HBCUs came up like everything else black because we had to have something of our own because y'all didn't let us... Man, fuck Bessie. Fuck Some Bessie. people have pigeon toes. Like, some people are pigeon toed, and Bessie just looks like a pigeon toe. <laughs> Woo, fuck Bessie and Kellyanne. Them two token women they have going on over there. It's just like trash, man. Just garbage. A pool of old oatmeal. Man, so speaking of birds who are trash and garbage, I want to talk about Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Oh, do you? I do. Oh, wow. This is left. <laughs> because. I remember it's been probably a couple years that I did that whole, you know, say no to fuck boys, you know, stop extending yourself for niggas who ain't shit type of thing. This is a true and thing. And I feel like you girls have really internalized that message. A lot of you have told me that it's changed your life, and I think that's fantastic. I want to get a little more specific. Because okay. I feel like white people have been saying fuck boy in the meantime, and the for definition has been watered down. It really has. Significantly. Yes. And now just any man who gets on our nerves is a fuck boy. That's, that's, that's just a man. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> men are annoying. That's right. A fuck boy is Kirk Frost. Yep. And if you don't know who Kirk Frost is, fuck boy, Secretary count yourself of among the blessed. <laughs> That's real life creep squad right there. But uh, Kirk Frost is married to Rashida, the Georgia Peach. She ran like Shawty Love. <laughs> Still the only country the I The only get thing Michelle. you will ever get from the me. Because it was funny. That's it, bitch. Nothing else. So... Kirk Frost is married to Rashida, and to provide a little bit of backstory, last season or the season before that, Rashida had a baby, and part of their storyline was that Kirk was questioning the paternity of this child. And to the point where, obviously, Rashida was very upset because, you know, this is her husband, not her boyfriend or some shit like that. Not like they only been together for three or four months and no shit like that. Like, y'all have been together for years. Y'all have multiple children. So why are you acting like this now? Like, went so far as to swab the baby's mouth on camera (laughs) for a DNA test. And, of course, this comes back as Kirk's child. You know something? Thank you for this because I forgot that he did this. Yeah, I forgot. It was a whole this. part of their storyline. Wow. Kirk questioning the paternity of this child. I completely forgot about that. So, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta returned to television Monday night. Oh man! And when I tell you, just... bitch, give Mona her fucking ducats because they came out the gate. On 100. I refused to watch it. The Stevie J and Jocelyn thing, I'm all in. This little dyke, Young M or something like that from some promoter or something in Atlanta who is the only person who... She's literally on the show because she is the only woman who will talk to Jocelyn. <laughs> so they, they Wait, the some, one who was... um The one who... I saw like the second half of it. She was... DJ M or something like that. That's is she name. the one who was in the, in the bar with Carly when they told... Yeah, when they told, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mimi? Yeah, when they told Mimi about. Okay, she's cute. Yeah, she is. And and I think I like her personality and everything, but it's clear to me that the only reason she's on this show is because she is someone who is willing to talk to Jocelyn, (laughs) be on camera with Jocelyn. That is so funny. (laughs) So anyway, there's lots of great mess. I highly suggest uh, catching up and adding it to your DVR if you haven't seen it already. But a major storyline this season is the fact that Kirk Frost, husband to Rashida, father of a toddler who he just got DNA tested on this very show. Wow. 
has fathered a baby with some young girl. She don't look like she could possibly be older than 24. No. Whose boyfriend was in prison, locked up with the feds on a bunch of charges. And apparently he's some kind of mega scammer or something. He fucked up uh, Mimi's whole life or whatever. That part doesn't really matter. Oh, yes, I remember about that. What matters is that Kirk Frost had a baby by another woman. A stripper. And when and when Carly Red to her old ass credit popped up and said, Kirk, do you have a baby by this girl? Kirk said, Do I look like I have a baby by this girl? Right. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you do. I said, that's how I know you do. Because a nigga who knows that he has never busted a nut inside of this bitch would say, on everything all my kids nigga all my mama i ain't never seen this bitch he had that look on his face with the half smile like you know good and goddamn well i know who you are and you know who i am she was like you don't know me you don't know me (laughs) he's like do Do i I? am i supposed to know you (laughs) like what you one of these little girls from the strip club or whatever so you think you should have been fucking with me you know i'm married right so right there i'm like here we go with this mess wow so Kirk, this, this whole scene happens, fake happens at <laughs> Jocelyn's masquerade ball. And so Kirk is like, I got to get the hell up out of here because Carly Red, big mouth ass is finna tell it. And you Fast know that and furious. Very next scene, here go Carly Red propped up with Mimi in a drink talking about, bitch, let me tell you what happened. Didn't change. Completely new nothing venue. Changed, nothing changed. Carly Red, the same old bitch who will put on a cage dress and some fucking six inch heels to go tiptoe around on a, a Yama farm. Like, yes. what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> bitch, these is not close with it. You know what I'm fucking titty shoes, bitch. What is you doing? Of Sidebar, do you know she's dating Caesar from Black and Crew now? She... Carly Rae would do anything to stay on, That's true. on camera. Go ahead. She's not dating nobody. She's I mean, doing what she has to do you know what to I, stay like, day on team. television. Yes. <laughs> so Kirk drives home to Rashida, who is looking beautiful, doing dishes in the kitchen. Just looking gorgeous. Rashida's a beautiful woman. She really is. If you don't know this already. She don't like Janelle Monae. She does. She does. And I feel like they get that all the time. I'm sure that they're tired I think of she posted a picture of Rashida on her Instagram. Janelle Monae did. It was like twins or yeah, something like that. Probably. Like tagged her. Anyway. So, Kirk dragged his old musty, dusty, crusty, <laughs> milk dud looking ass up these tears. Talk about... Babe, the craziest shit happened. Oh, my God. It was just like that. It was so, just like that. So, you know, I'm at the party, and here go Carly Red being all extra. And I'm like, damn, what I miss? How'd you go here? And they talking about, oh, you got a baby by some girl. So I'm like, oh, it's a joke. Meanwhile, Rashida's face done cracked all the way right. in half. Like, nigga, what? Right. Nobody's playing with you about that. And, of course, he's doing the standard, typical lying nigga response to every question she has. I don't know what they was talking about. Some girl. Uh, what Rashida's talking about, what's the girl name? He's talking about, um. Uh, um, uh, 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 j- jazz. Jazz. Nigga, jazz. you know you know what her fucking <laughs> name is. You know her. Talking about, do you, so Rashida said, so do you know her? I mean, I might have seen her in the strip club. So you fucked her then. So you fucked her. <laughs> right. That's what you're telling me? He swore up and down. He ain't sleep with this girl. He ain't have no baby by this girl. Meanwhile, the little girl is in the confessional talking about, I don't know what Kirk is talking about because he was right there, Grady, yep. when I gave birth. Yep. And he's been giving me money every yep. month. It's <laughs> yep. just that Mona promised me a way bigger check. And yep. this is juicy. So here I am. So here I am. And they kind of leave it like open-ended, like... 
Rashida's clearly very upset or whatever. And then we see in like promos for later episodes, Carly Red being Carly Red. Being the deliverer of mess like she was born to do. She's really the Sheree on the I show. was just about to say she's the less classy Sheree. I was Damn, just about to say that. Classy version. I mean, because if we're honest, <laughs> I mean, that's true. And Sheree ain't nobody's Mary Poppins. Uh, side note: the way Bob Whitfield talked to Sheree at the end of the last episode, we're gonna of get to that. We will. So I just want you girls to first of all, if you're not already watching these scenes of of love and hip hop, go ahead and watch them. Watch Kirk Frost and the way he interacts with your wife, and then be honest with yourself and say self does my man treat me the way Kirk Frost treats Rashida does that happen to me has he ever told a story like this has, have I ever heard a lie so outrageous that I knew in my heart of hearts in my soul of souls that this nigga was full of shit but I just wanted to believe him so bad and I didn't want to lose this great love or all this time that I put into this nigga so bad that I just pretended it didn't happen I tweeted something I tweeted a lot of y'all forgive men who would never forgive you after watching that scene because when I saw Kirk basically come up to Rashida and lie his way about this baby, this child that is clearly his. I said to myself, this is a man who forced you to have a DNA test on y'all's child because he was projecting all the whole shit he does onto you. You are out here watching your kids, you know, trying to keep this store open at Phipps and, you know, making <laughs> your money and all this, releasing videos on Instagram. I'm not mad at none of that. All of that is great. Like, go, Rashida, get your fucking money. But while you out here grinding and focusing on business and family, your man is out here focusing on how many different pussies he can get to the bottom of. And he sat there and took all the whole shit that he did and put it on your life and tried to embarrass you and make it seem like you was wilding out out here and doing the fucking most while all the time he got God only knows how many different this isn't even the first time Kirk has been caught cheating on, on the show on this show <sighs> ladies Please do not overextend yourselves to forgive a man who would not forgive you. And a lot of y'all birds and niggas have been in my mentions talking about, oh, well, forgiveness is for the person who was offended and it's not to make the other person feel better. That's true. But what happens too many times is y'all forgive people who would never even consider forgiving you if you had done the same thing. And then instead of forgiving them and being like, well, I'm getting the fuck out of this relationship, you stay and try to rebuild with a nigga you didn't have shit with in the first place. Be honest with yourself. If you was caught out here sucking mad dicks on Instagram or whatever, whatever it is that your man has asked you to forgive him for doing, he got somebody pregnant. If you got pregnant, would he stay with you while your belly growing and everything? Everybody congratulating y'all or whatever the fuck else. And he has to sit there and know that's not his child. No. But how many women sit there and put up with a man, oh, a break baby or whatever the fuck else. This nigga just done popped up and had a baby on your ass. How many women have to deal with that in, in one way or another? Either have to because they're financially dependent on these niggas like Auntie Viola and Fences and you had no other real choice other than to put up with the fact that this nigga brought a baby home or put up with it because... You just are so accustomed to not having a job and you're not trying to leave the lifestyle. I want y'all to do better, demand better from these niggas. If you are 
steady out here worried about pleasing a man who ain't worried about pleasing you, worried about keeping somebody happy who does not take your happiness into consideration. It doesn't even have to be like, oh, I forgave you seven times and you only forgave me four times. And so I'm better than you. I'm this, this, this. Like, it doesn't have to be some kind of like pissing match or like who can be more forgiving type of Olympics or type thing. It's more of what are you giving up? for this nigga like how much of your trust have you given away to somebody who lets you know that they are not worth that investment how much of your time are you putting into somebody who is out here spending time with other hoes like don't give all of your emotions to somebody who is not investing those back into you and Rashida could not be a more perfect example of this because she has dealt with the whole infidelity thing from this ugly ass nigga before and I will say it again because I could maybe understand tolerating some shit if your man was super fine or super rich but Kirk is neither and so it just doesn't make any sense that somebody so ugly and I'm sure makes less money than Rashida could Remember have this was, much fucking gall I don't get it he was supposed to be her manager and couldn't even do and, that uh, and could not even do that like don't let these niggas run you please my god and speaking of niggas being horrible and saying horrible things I know they're going to get into it on the next episode of Atlanta Housewives. I'm disgusted. And I really want to see the full scene. But if you haven't already, I'm going to just go ahead and let y'all know right now, Bob Whitfield, I knew from watching it, I said this whole season where Sheree is like trying to like be friends with him again and test things out. The whole time I was looking at it with a side eye, like I just don't trust these niggas. I just don't trust no nigga to turn around and be better. And basically they're in this van on the way back from Hawaii or whatever. I don't really know. But the conversation comes up of whether Bob has ever been abusive to Sheree. And she and he says, oh, so I choked you? Have I ever choked you? And she was like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, if you're just going to put it out there like that, yeah, I have choked you. And Bob says, well, maybe I didn't choke you hard enough. Yeah. And Sheree instantly has a reaction to that. She breaks down and starts to cry. And really, it took my breath away. It did same. I was I was, I was on so my shocked. couch like, wait a minute. Did he just... Like, how... What? Did he just say, I guess I didn't try to kill you hard enough? Like, what? What? It just kind of... It kind of fucked me up for a second that a man could be so cavalier. Like, you... There are cameras all over this van. There are witnesses in this van. Like, you know how many people watch this show. The fact that you just let that come out of your mouth so easily that it makes me feel like he probably did choke... Well, he definitely choked Sheree, but he probably did a lot worse than that. Probably. During the course of their marriage just makes me feel like, please, ladies, I know that it can be hard to ignore your ex-husbands or your baby fathers or people that you have... invested a lot of time in emotionally mm-hmm. and that sort of thing or you feel like you know I gotta I gotta stay with him or I gotta we gotta be good for the sake of the kids or whatever else you don't have to put yourself at risk for nobody including your children's father if he does not take your physical and emotional well-being into consideration then you could say fuck you and everything about you nigga if you would like to see your kids then I suggest you go to court and get an order for visitation 
medication. Maybe we need to work out child support. I really don't fucking know. But nobody who is putting your health in danger, your safety in danger, deserves you giving a fuck about them. And this whole season, the whole season, I was like, Sheree, what are you doing? This big, greasy, ugly, sweaty nigga, this nigga cannot go outside. He one of them niggas who got to carry around a washcloth every time they go outside from April to September because the niggas start sweating 30 seconds after he walk out the door. Like, I why are you doing with all this? I agree with Kia because she said that Bob needed to just see an endocrinologist and I feel like the same way. <laughs> he probably do. That's not natural. And now I know what the fucking sweat is. You've been carrying around that goddamn bullshit all yeah, this motherfucking time. Right. Something is wrong inside your soul. Your spirit is caught up in you. I really don't know. But just... You don't have to take this shit, y'all. You really don't. Y'all do not have to. And and look at pretty much every woman on Love and Hip Hop who is dealing with a man. They all spend this season crying and fighting. It doesn't have to be this way. You can find a nigga who makes you happy truly and does not take you through the drama and the bullshit. It is worth the wait. Do not give all of yourself to these raggedy ass, dusty ass niggas. That's all I ask. Some of the hardest things in the world is, to, you know dealing with loving someone like truly or have as true as you think right being in love with someone that you know is not good for you mm-hmm. it's one thing if you're completely blind to the fact that this person is wretched but when you just know and you can feel in yourself that yeah. this person is not good for you and they're horrible to you but for whatever reason you still attempt to make it work because their feelings are involved it is just I don't wish that shit on my worst motherfucking enemy but right. when you know that they ain't shit and they're not for you you just gotta walk away from yep. this shit and let it fucking hurt because it will stop hurting it will it eventually will just you will feel so much better stop and you will feel so much better. Do you know how happy <laughs> Karuchi must be? I bet she's floating on there these days. That bitch probably goes shoe shopping three times a week, <laughs> you know, constantly Wee! in the spa, got a whole new set of gifts in her phone. Like, she is like. Yeah. You got to cut the fuck niggas out your life. <laughs> and Kirk Frost, definitely a fuck nigga. Bob Whitfield, most definitely a fuck nigga. And if you see if you see qualities that those men possess in your boyfriend, get rid of your fucking boyfriend. It's always some old how did you even get so lucky to be this ain't shit? How did you even get lucky enough to be with this woman? You are nothing. You're barely attractive. You've got nothing. Mm-mm. You're dumber than two. You are nothing. Two consecutive rocks. Like you're just nothing. And yet you get away with this somehow. Yes. It's so frustrating. It to watch is from frustrating the because these women are all like smart and beautiful and talented and deserve more. I mean, to varying degrees. But it's just like y'all deserve better. Sheree deserves better than Bob. Rashida deserves better than Kirk. You deserve better than your man who sits on the couch and scratches his balls and plays PlayStation all day while you go to work and do whatever else. And then he come home and be like, you left the house and it wasn't no Windex. <laughs> like, or whatever. <laughs> like, he come home and got something to say to you. Like, wait a minute, bitch. Who is you talking to? Just Like, so you couldn't feel the bread before you left this morning? <laughs> <laughs> So you just really going to leave and it wasn't nothing in the icebox for me to heat up for lunch. I'm hungry. Hello. I haven't eaten all day. Half <laughs> the enemies. Like, that's how you feel. Half. So you didn't bring me nothing from work? 
No, y'all, it wasn't Bagel Wednesday. I could have swore today was Wing Wednesday. <laughs> you ain't got one lemon, pe- one lemon pepper in this. You ain't got to put up with this shit from these niggas. Do See, not forgive men. <laughs> Do not forgive men who would not forgive you. What's Take the point? that. Take that and keep it. Do not stay with niggas who would not stay with you if you committed the same infraction. Don't I mean, do it. Fuck that double yourself standard. That question should really be just the easiest. It, it should, should be like the you know. fastest way to the end for you. It like, really should. If I did this shit with this nigga. Would he be no. like, let's work it out. I really want to understand why you felt like having another nigga's dick all in your vagina. Let's talk about it, babe. No, he wouldn't. He would be like, no, you lying, cheating, hoe ass, slack out of my house. Da, da, da. He'd leak my nudes. And <laughs> I just, why am I still here? See, and it's, y'all can do better. Please do better. If love and hip hop brought more meaningful real-life conversations like this to the table. And I would be all for every season of it. Let me tell I just you, don't know how they continue to get me because I did watch it. delicious. Jocelyn is six months pregnant and I like her fighting pool with Stevie J. Though her pool pictures were cute. They were, they really, were cute. really cute. But fighting she with Stevie J because he acting like that ain't his baby. Tommy is going to jail for threatening <laughs> Jocelyn's life. So we got we saw her cuffed on this first episode. I caught that too. Oh, but in a lovely dress. Beautiful, really nice yes. shrug. Mm-hmm. Like mama knew she was Yeah, going. she knew she was she going. She That's did. why she went in with that hair leg. Right. She made sure to turn around and chuck the deuces to the camera. I mean, if you're gonna go out, go oh, out. Oh, it's gonna like be a good season. We got this lesbian on here running interference between Jocelyn and everybody else. We got Mimi and Rashida and Waka Flocka's girl and Carly Red all in some like I don't know ho ass alliance I don't know it's great it's everything I just want to hear Waka Flocka's mom's voice as long as I can hear Deb speak <laughs> and she I'm happy. yeah she is on there at some point but you know Rashida and is her name Tammy yeah Tammy is Waka's Tammy's Waka's, Waka's wife yeah, and Tommy is that bird so you know Tammy and Rashida bond over they niggas both not being not <laughs> being shit <laughs> yeah. Like, here y'all are crying over niggas you Tammy's not gonna leave. back with hers. <sighs> yeah, she is. And all the but Waka versus Kirk, from what I have seen anyway, not even this, not even similar wavelengths. I don't know what Waka has done. Mm-hmm. I haven't paid that much attention, but Kirk has cheated poorly on Rashida <laughs> in public for a while now. I would imagine that Waka has more options because, first of all, his face is a lot cuter than Kirk's. He is, is more famous, yeah. more relevant, especially in Atlanta. Has a job of his own. Has his own job, uh, right. His and mom I, made Nicki Minaj famous. Right. So I feel like Waka maybe has more opportunities to cheat, but maybe he exercises a little bit more discretion than Kirk does. Maybe he's not just so blatant. Because both of Tammy and Rashida both look like they'll kill you. But see, they clearly won't. I guess not. That's the thing. Like, what? what are you going to let niggas get away with? I don't... If he's not changing, like, it would be one thing if you forgave him for cheating and all this and he totally did a 180 and he was the best husband ever. But you're back in this same position again, girl. It just couldn't be me. So, God bless. Well, that about wraps up this episode of the show. Amen, amen. Check Um, us out at thisistherea.com. You can uh, find us on Twitter and uh, the Facebook and the Instagram. Yes. Um... For information on things. Okay. Your tour? 
Is that what oh, you're talking about? Oh, that. Okay. Well, there's that as well. First of all, um, Gerard Carmichael 8. Yes, yes. Thanks again to HBO and Gerard Carmichael for supporting this week's episode of the show. Don't forget, Gerard is returning to HBO for his second comedy special, Gerard Carmichael 8. That premieres Saturday, March 11th at 10 p.m. on HBO. Get your go and your own demands and all that. Check it out. Oh, also big thanks to everyone, who again, who came to the fourth anniversary show. We never oh, say yes, that. you guys. But that was a lot of fun, so thank you for that and for all the support um, for the four years. As far as this tour goes, we've mentioned it before on the show. I'm doing a stand-up tour, which starts in just a few weeks, March 24th in Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm really excited to see you guys in Atlanta to tell some jokes and be ghetto. You can go to <laughs> KidFuryLive.com for all of the dates, but we'll be all over the place. Asante's coming with me. I'll be in London and Toronto and D.C. and Houston and San Francisco and Seattle and Chicago and places. So go check that out. Get you a ticket. Let's, you know, be foolish. Also, um, is there other news? I don't... Um, Not that I know of. Do you have anything else to announce? No. So, okay. thanks so much for listening. Do and we have an acronym or not? The acronym for this week... Oh, I have one. Oh, sure. E-N-I-A-S. Every nigga is a star. <laughs> oh my God, how did you know? Because I do this. <laughs> Legend. Bye. <laughs> 